Well, it's Thursday, and I told you I was going uh, twice a week, so here we are. I got the ready. I hope you've got yours too. Take a nice big gulp with it. Let's get ready. Well, with it being Mental Health Awareness Month, I thought I would go into the subject of what does mental health look like? Now, this one is holds a lot of stigma. There is a lot of stigma around mental health. Um, whether or not they can talk, to, people can talk to people about mental health, whether or not you've got to be seen as strong, the image of whether or not like you're seen as crazy and so therefore you must act crazy. And then there's also a look at taking words like crazy back. Like, you know, the 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 turn of phrase using it a, a, rather than a a negative, turning it into a positive. Um, you see it kind of all over. Like, but obviously you've got um, gay people that have took back the word queer, which originally was derogative to be bad, whereas mental health has took back crazy, which obviously been going on for decades, hundreds of decades, that uh, it's, you're seen as crazy well. Watch out, stay away from them. Mm, it's infectious. Well, let's look at it from what does crazy look like. Shall we We start with a little bit of history, shall we? Um, well, I say crazy, what does mental health look like? Sorry, I'll apologise for that one. That was a slip of the tongue. But it is true. If you look back in, in history and you look at mental health, which was seen as crazy, and you were locked up and horrendous things were done to you. I mean, sometimes people who were sent away weren't crazy, they were just sent away because, well, work class is crazy, they were just kept quiet. And if they were crazy, you could send them to a mental institute, they'd have their skull cracked, or, you know, lobotomies, or, you know, electric uh, therapy, electric convulsion therapy, I think that's what it's called, I can never remember. Um, and, you know, it's where they basically shoot your brain with electric. Back in the day was horrendous. I mean, it's still used to this day, but it, it's obviously a lot nicer form of it compared to what it was back then. But if you were crazy, and I'm using speech mark bubble things that, you know, those little quotations, so crazy, you were locked to it. So the stigma segregation was done Oh, long before we'd even realised it. Well, it goes against cultural norm to be crazy or not seen as a sane person. And, you know, I think that's where your stigma starts. An issue of being sent away. I mean, there's a lot of issues to why somebody would be mental, like, have mental health issues in, 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 in the first place. But back then, what mental health issues looked like was pure craziness. And in the stereotypical talking to themselves, seeing things, blah, blah, blah. Basically, you could point them out from a crowd. And because you could do that, you could lock them away and nobody would ever know anything about it. Once well, that's where that's it. End of problem. But that's where the stigma, as I say, that's where the stigma starts. And to be fair, nothing changed for a very long time. Like, 
you don't have mental health issues, you're down. You don't have mental health issues, you're just nuts. There's no, like, I always saw that mental health issues was that pure understanding of what's going Yes, there is something that would have been classed back then as crazy. And yes, it's not seen as the average day-to-day normal. I hate that term, normal person. But yes, it's... It is... It is that divide between the two, but you can still... You know what, I've lost my train of thought on that one. I am going to apologise. I got so wound up with the history in my head then. Because there is a history of it. There is a running thing of from, oh God, you're going to talk in 17 or bloody one, if not further. They were locked up. They were kept away. Anybody who was seen as, who was insane, was locked away. And nothing changed. Like, if you look at the system, nothing changed to, nothing changed to bring down that stigma. Nothing changed to um, understand Yes, there was a mental health and there was more people fighting to understand mental health and obviously there's the, uh, the, the understanding and then it's coming into understanding the differences between depression and bipolar and well, manic depressive back then. Um, and there's all these different things, but what they didn't change was the stigma of it. Oh yes, we can give you 15,000 different categories of what mental health issue. I mean, look at depression. I think that's got about six. There's mild, severe, manic. There are in-betweeners. And then there's like one-offs. I mean, honestly, look into the ICD. You'll see that there is a lot just for depression. Seriously. And then there's new categories coming out of Paul along. You can give 15 categories for one thing. It doesn't help people's view on it. It's just, they just see 15 shades of crazy. It don't matter what shade it is, it's still crazy. And they don't want to be near it because they might catch crazy. That that always makes me laugh. I don't want to be near somebody who has mental health issues in case... In case I get mental health issues or that it looks bad on me. Are you mad yourself? I think that's the term of madness, to be honest. If you think that that shit's going to affect you, you need to be really... The only way it's going to affect anybody is that you're helping somebody who's struggling. But that, I'll come back from that rant, shall we? And if you look into it, like, in the UK, um, like, the back end of 80s, beginning of 90s, they brought out the community care... Um, Community Care Act, which basically saw the shutdown of asylums. And up until then, we're still practicing some horrendous... There's some documentaries you should really check out. Um, Oh, YouTube. Oh, History of Mental House. Um, Madhouse. It's on YouTube. It was done by BBC. But trust me, it's a really good documentary i was really shocked and there is other ones like um bbc player like by charlotte church and stuff like that shouldn't look into the history but it's still a good documentary about mental health and it's really good consider i know it's charlotte church but you'd be surprised okay i mean don't judge a book by its cover anyway the stigma never changed and people's view of it didn't help because when people were turfed out of their as much as these places were hell holes there was still a safe haven 
you know, better the devil you know than the devil you don't. And so they're turfed out. Nothing's done to help them. And then you have things that pop up because just because you turf somebody out of a place doesn't mean you say you're helping them. Oh, yeah, we're integrating them into community. The community care. The community don't care. That's pretty much it. And it's a sad turn of events that we get into this point. But no, but trust me, nobody wants a crazy in the area, especially if they're not looked upon. And that, that came with a lot of extra stigma because things slipped through and, and, and incidents happened. Look at Painsbury Park. Um, there's a few incidents of, of where people who had severe mental health issues um, have been were let out into the community with no watch over. And sadly, some people did die. Some people got hurt. And hello, that's not going to help the situation of stigma and how people view what crazy looks like. Because now they all think crazy looks like, well, a, a nice wheeling maniac who's going to come and get you. Not the case. Not the case. There is, this, as I said, stigma. I mean, there's been a lot of work in the last, mm, I forget what decade we're in, to be honest, but in the last, say, 25 years to help change mental health views. Sadly, still a good 10 years after people were turfed out of their places, what they felt safe in. And um, it it just is is a horrid turn of events that people think. And do you know what is even funny? That people with mental health issues have a stigma against people with mental health issues i kid you not the stereotype has gone so far that it's now integrated within the community that's shocking right i'll give you a, a prime example um as i've talked about before i have high functioning and um, anxiety and i do have i do get depression but i um have become very aware now to know when I am slipping um, it doesn't happen as much as it did before but if I know I'm slipping I can reach out I reach out to people I tell them I'm slipping or I'm, I'm down for no reason and I, I'm, I'm thankful to know that I have a very good support system that if I was to say to them I'm slipping or I'm sad for no reason they'd be like yep come see us we're good We'll, we'll hash it out over a bro. See, cup of tea solves everything. <laughs> and um, I, but about four or five years ago, I went really down and dark, and I was offered mindfulness. Um, if anybody's tried it or hasn't tried it, you should. If you haven't tried it, trust me. Just give it a go. You'd be surprised. If not, you find some lovely, like-minded people, and I've especially one or two of them who I've stayed really good friends with because, you know what, you understand each other. But anywho, so I went into men, uh, to my mindfulness. Now I am a very, no matter what mood I'm in, I'm very uh, very outspoken, very loud, and I come across extremely confident. I can guarantee you that's not always the case, but I can do. And especially back then I wasn't confident, but I knew I was in a safe place. So I could speak my mind because I was within like-minded people. Well, the first week, I didn't feel like I 
you know, first first two weeks, I would say, I felt like I was um, segregated, and I and I was nearly, I nearly give up until we all had a, a coffee outside of the mental of the mindfulness group, and one of them turned around to me and said, "She's my a great friend to me now," um, and she said to me, "I really have to apologise to you," and I was like, "Why?" She went, "I really." did not understand why you were here. You seemed so confident. You you spoke louder than anybody else in the class. You had such opinions. Um, I didn't understand why you was here. You, did, you didn't look like you needed any help. And uh, she went, I compare myself to, compare it to me where I have my own issues and bless her. She, she fights a lot every day. She She's an amazing woman of strength, honestly. Um, and she just, she was like, I'm really sorry. I, I didn't realise until you spoke about your life and what you were going through and, and all that lot that I had any idea. And she went, I did, you know, stereotype you that you didn't belong here. And I was like, that, that to me was nuts. Because, well, surely if I've gone through all that, I, I would need to be in that class. Oh, to be fair, it is a class. Um... But it did, it did make me think, has the stereotype of what mental health looks like, mental health issues look like, gone so far that it's steeped within its own community? And I think it is. Because mental health issues is the same with anything that's invisible. Um, if you can't see it, it's not wrong. Now, with something like diabetes you can't see it but you can still have an issue of something's wrong there is stuff like um you know uh, oh what is that fibromyalgia oh basically the achy body one fibromyalgia that's it (laughs) sorry um and to some degree you can even though it's an invisible illness you can still see it mental health it's a different way. Like, I've known people, like, I got I got put in that category of, you would not have a bloody clue that there's something wrong with them. I've known people to have severe depression, but be classed as the happiest person. Look at Robin Williams. Nobody would have saw that coming. Nobody saw that coming. And he gave so much joy to other people. You can understand why. He was so down that he wanted to make sure some, nobody else felt the way he did. And um, it gives you an overview of what people think mental health issues look like. I mean, are you supposed to be down? Are you supposed to be, oh, I don't want to leave my bed? Are you supposed to be miserable all the time? Because that's not my experience of it. And from what I've seen of other people, that's not their experience too. It goes in highs and lows. Are you supposed to be seen as, if you've got schizophrenia, are you supposed to like make no sense and, you know, run around the room or randomly talk to things that are not there? Because I've known some great people who had schizophrenia and... You could sit there and talk to them and you wouldn't have a freaking clue. But then there's the stigma of it. That 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 stigma of because you can't see it, 
you can't see that they they have issues, then they're dangerous because they could flip out. <laughs> That's a common. Oh, they could flip out. They could go at any moment. Yeah. Right. Did you know that people with mental health problems are more likely to be the person who gets hurt and uh, then the person who goes in to hurt somebody? Yeah, there are these cases where there are people that have so-called flipped out and hurt people. But I can guarantee you that people with mental health issues are discriminated on a lot more than the other way around. And they are more likely to be in being hurt by physical violence from other people because simply because they have mental health issues. So the idea that, yes, they're going to go nuts and hurt somebody. It doesn't help when you see stuff on news when they blame on mental health issues. Like these government in America, little mental health issues. You know what? I'm not being funny, but we all have some degree of mental health issues. And if that was the, the reason for doing something like that, then hell, this, this whole world would be in a lot more trouble than what it is. But it's not true. Yes, there are some cases that argue against it. I'm not going to deny that. Because there are cases where somebody so-called flipped out and hurt somebody. But they're so highlighted. You know, they don't highlight the people that go through day-to-day -day basis. One in six. One in six will have a mental health issue reported within the next week. In the next week. One, one in four have mental health issues within some time in their life. But one in six will report it within the next week. Do you understand? We are... That means, like, think about it. If we're a nation of, say, within the UK... I actually don't know the population. But say there was six billion people within the UK... There isn't the six million. Six million people within the UK will be a bit more. That means that of those six million, one million of them will report a mental health issue within the next week. I think it's the next week. I'm sure it was the next week. I really should get my facts straight before I start talking. <laughs> but that's shocking. Even if it's the next month, I kid you not, right? Even if I've got it wrong and it's the next month, that's still shocking. Over the next month, one million people will report a mental health issue. So why have we got such a problem with it? Why do we think that we should segregate it? Why is there a stigma around it? Why do we think it looks different to the average person to person? And it, I have my own theories. My theories is that it because it's invisible, it can't be seen. It's also stigmatised as weakness. There is stigma of of crazy. There is a viewpoint of you won't be able be able to handle life. You won't make a good parent. I know some fantastic parents who are bipolar. I know some fantastic parents. Yes, they need a little bit of help. I also know some parents that have um, post-traumatic stress disorder. 
the most loving, kind people in the world. And you know what? I don't care what anybody says. You know what mental health looks like to me? Mental health issue looks like to me? Pure, bloody strength. I don't care if you're, what you class as it, a bad day to somebody who has nearly committed suicide or been sectioned. The amount of strength it takes to come back from that. The internal strength, the inner strength that you have to go, no, not today, not today, Satan. I am not going, no, we are carrying on. I am doing my best to do your utmost best to live a normal, we'll say normal, life. While you're dealing with such inner demons that are telling you you're no good or there are people around you that are not there or you don't know what mood you're going to be in from day to day and you're still doing your best. That's utter strength. That's, that's a beautiful kind of strength that only you will know what it looks like. I mean, that's, that's pure strength to me. And admitting that you're struggling is strength. A person who could admit their flaws is the strongest person I could. I tip my hat to you, good serving women. It's not easy. It is not easy. We humans, we're so broken. But we're so beautiful at the same time. We are. We're beautiful within our flaws. We are different. We are the same. Biology says we are the same, but our mind says we are different. Because none of us think the same, but yet we all have a heart. We, none of us like the same things, but we both all have two kidneys, hopefully. I've touched wood, you all have two kidneys. I mean, we're so alike biologically that we can swap out body parts and as long as the body takes them in, we're good. Oh, but you couldn't do that with the brain. Oh, no, 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 no. The mind is such a wonderful thing. And that's what makes us so beautiful. I really wanted to end this on such a positive because what mental health looks like is different for everybody. Yes, there is stigma. Yes, there is what? So much badness around it. But a person who goes through each day going, you know what? I'm just going to get through. If it, even if it's not just that they go get through the week, if not the week, the day, if not the day, then the hour. And you know what? Sometimes it's just getting through the next minute. You are the most strongest people I know. Or in some cases, don't know. But you are still amazing. That's what mental health issues look like to me. Strength. Pure strength from a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful creatures. We're all flawed, but we're beautiful. So that's just my view of what mental health is. 
and mental health issues. I hope to God that you're, if you are struggling, that you have a good support system, that you are talking to people. If you don't want to talk to I'm I'm always open if anybody would like to message me and, <clears throat> you know, chew my ear off over a brew. That's what we do. Hope that round. But I hope you have a good support system. I hope that you make it through the day. And if that means that you don't leave your bed for the day because you just can't manage it, you still made the day, all right? Take it out as a win. You've still got to the end of the day. You're still breathing. And that's all that matters. I'd also like to say is don't make a temporary decision on, don't make a permanent decision on a temporary feeling because we all know with mental health issues, things can go up and down. So please, if you are feeling that way, talk to somebody. But I would like to leave it with, you are incredible. You are. Everybody is in their own special, flawed, broken little way. From your, from your heart to your mind, what makes you you makes you amazing. And people could argue as much as they want that they're right, it's bad in the world. And I, I know there's bad in the world. I've seen plenty of it. But I know there is good too. And those with mental health issues show the most deepest love, the most beautiful visions and creativity and the kindest of minds. Because they know what it's like to struggle. And they would hate to see somebody else go through that. Like I say, look at Robin Williams. Look at uh, Carrie Fisher. And look at... Look at Stephen Fry. Man, That man said he'd never take his bipolar away because it made him who he was. And it does. Mental health issues make you who you are. Same as the colour of your eyes. Whether or not you have your your second to biggest toe is longer than your biggest toe. Whether or not you like twinings or Yorkshire tea. Either is good. Just so you know. Each and every one of us are amazing. That we make, And it makes us, all these things makes us us. So I will leave you with that. I've gone on a lot longer than I usually do. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed it. And from now on, I will be doing it on a Monday. And a Thursday. So, enjoy your few days next... Uh, enjoy your weekend. I hope you have a very good day. And uh, keep drinking that good brew. If you like this episode and want to listen to more, I have over 60 episodes of a couple with and they go from me talking on my own about subjects and stories of my life to others and some people I've spoken to have incredible incredible stories and that's what it's all about talking about people's stories over a cup of tea and having those open conversations so like I say if you like share subscribe 
great, that's all appreciated, and thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to us.